All right, well, I'm ready whenever you... you Honey, we're about to start recording, so... Do I do that now? No more pooping and dog barking. And I smell my shit through the microphone? I don't think they can smell your shit through the microphone. That's really... <laughs> <laughs> and that's my wife. <laughs> 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 I'll probably both. It's a mixture, a fusion. They call it a mixture. Yeah, they call it a, it's a fusion of gross cool. everybody welcome to another episode of the bitcoin podcast i'm your first host marcello and i am host number two d and Corey. i was always not always but now i'm back yeah you're back welcome. yeah finally back from the wedding bonanza jesus so many things was that your, was that your first time being in brazil and then going back to the states and coming back to brazil yeah definitely it's a, it's a, you really see how many, how much Americans just move and do so many things in one day. And it's stressful. It was immediately stressful the moment we walked off the plane. And then it felt so good to get back and have be like, okay, now we can kind of take things back at a normal pace, which is. Well, we're glad to have you back because yeah. these interviews were like kind of fun, but not as fun. And the roundtables weren't as fun either. But what do we got going today, Cello? Well, in terms of interviews, we have sensual blowjob giver, her words, not mine, Sex and Saffron. She has the world's first Bitcoin-only porn membership site, so we're going to be talking to her a little bit. And uh, But before that, uh, the XT schism is causing negative moods all over the bitcoin ecosystem and uh, it's driving the price down i think you mentioned earlier this week that <clears throat> excuse me that um it might affect our listenership due to the interest in bitcoin so do you think this is, this is just bad news all around um not all around it's not even bad news that's the thing i think i was up on the interwebs today and i saw andreas like chime in he gave his andreas two cents um, which is probably worth like $2,000 because the guy's a genius. But um, he said 
this is how consensus works. That's, that's pretty much all I said. Is that there's going to be one chain that wins and one chain that loses, and that's the bottom line. Because uh, Stone Cold said so. <laughs> and that's just the way it goes. So for those living under a rock, uh, the Bitcoin pri- price, it, it dropped to the floor. And um, not surprisingly, 90% of Bitcoin users would like the price to go back up. It, I wouldn't. Well, I well wouldn't say I, the, the price drop had, was, was about a few different factors. One, it's been slowly declining as this debate between the schism of Bitcoin and Bitcoin XT has gotten more uh, vitriolic amongst the core devs. We'll talk about it in a moment, but the main large, something like a 15% price drop in a single day uh, was because of one of the large exchanges, Bitfinex, had a micro crash and had some issues where some whale sold a bunch and then those who had, you know, um, bullish, or whichever one goes down, bearish positions automatically sold as well and that exacerbated the whole everyone selling off their bitcoin which drove the price down incredibly quickly um and then that immediately got responded with everyone buying at a very low price but and then people are scared because of this so they end up selling because they want to get their position out and you know just in case bitcoin's going to go away which it isn't so there's two things to take away from this one bitcoin is resilient two the traders in the Bitcoin space are bipolar as hell because they saw that first sell go in and they were like, sell, 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 sell. And then as soon as it got to a nice likable price where they were all like, buy, 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 buy. And they shot it right back up. So what's important to note is that this isn't always going to be the case. It's not always going to be one of those things where, oh, my God, all my Bitcoin is worth 10 percent less today because of some 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 weird thing as mass adoption occurs and it becomes much more of a you know a, a standard commodity amongst the world something like this won't have any effect on the price it's only because we're still in its infancy and it just shows how much we're in our in in, in our infancy by something like this happening so for those that don't know can you tell me the difference between a software code fork and a blockchain hard fork yeah, so uh, what had happened, what has happened <laughs> is Bitcoin XT has forked the software that miners use to verify transactions, essentially the core software that runs Bitcoin. And the way that they mine is different than the way that other Bitcoiners mine, but it's not going to really take effect until later on. And, what, and it, I don't know the entire specifics. But the Bitcoin blockchain, which is being mined, is still the same until I think it's something like January 2016. And what they're doing is allowing people to choose democratically what they feel about the software change by turning their miners to the new fork, software fork, um, based on their new ideals of what Bitcoin should be. So essentially, you have... Two different ideas on where Bitcoin should go, and the people that are securing the network and put, essentially put their vote on where they think it, Bitcoin should go in a democratic manner. And if whoever wins this vote, 
that's where it goes because that's who's securing the network. And so it's really just a, a really nice way to figure out a, a difference of opinion on the core idea of Bitcoin. It allows a lot of people to put in their vote as opposed to, yeah, only a few people can commit changes into the software, but anybody can fork it. And if everyone follows the ideas of the people who fork the software, then that's who's going to win, regardless of who's controlling the main core Bitcoin software. That's the beauty that of open source. Yeah. Plain, plain and simple. I can, I can even break it down a little further. That's better. Thank you. Do you guys remember a little game called Half-Life 2 that came out in November of 2004. Yeah, yeah. who doesn't? And how amazing it was. For show. Now, this is, I, I think I see where this is going and I like it. Continue. Yeah. So <laughs> Half-Life 2, the people at, I think it's Valve, so were like, hey guys, go ahead and take the code and make your own games with it. Mod it if you will and this one little nice mod came out by the name of Counter-Strike and in essence Counter-Strike forked off of the Half-Life 2 core and guess what everybody started playing Counter-Strike because it was better and people liked it so if Bitcoin XT is better and people like it more then it is going to win, and that is going to be Counter-Strike. And, you know, there's going to be a percentage of people that don't like that, um, but you give them a very professional middle finger, and you keep it rolling. So, that's, in essence, what's going on in the Bitcoin community. Except for, people don't know if Bitcoin XT is Counter-Strike or not, but, I mean... It, All right, so also, I mean, on top of that, people are worried about what's going to happen to their Bitcoin if it nothing. does fork. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing happens to your Bitcoin when the fork is in effect um, winter, or, or sorry, the beginning of 2016, if there is a 75% consensus on the network. So don't worry about your money. It is fine. Yeah, to the end user, it's just like, oh, nothing changed. Neat. It's only the nerdiest of nerds who are really worrying about this, uh, and I think a lot of the a lot of them and their vitriolic arguments and it's very childish in the way they're doing it, but they're they're really over exaggerating what's going on. It's just, this is something that's going to continue to happen over and over again, and as long as we have a consensus on a certain thing, everyone will adopt the way it goes. I'm most disappointed. That's not even a thing. I'm most disappointed in the. Um lack of leadership all around in the community so but i guess that's supposed to happen with open source projects so whatever so and then Corey linked us to an article that showed the genius of open source uh yes yes so it all kind of ties in together how do you feel about it cello i mean being someone who's like not as into the technical side as even me who's not as into the techno side as even Corey, how do you feel about what's going on right now? Well, um, I feel with the topic of volatility that this is quite common in the world of open source software. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a world that now drives so much of the technology that we use every day. So, um, you know, this is a currency that's going to remake our financial system. 
So I feel like, you know, this is to be expected. And uh, I feel like, you know, I'm just rolling with the punches over here. I don't fully understand all of it, but I feel like it's it's necessary. You believe enough in the core of what it's supposed to be in the future to, to kind of just roll with what's going on right now. Yeah, I'm not deciding whether Bitcoin is succeeding or failing. Um, even if the project remains permanently split i mean i just i just believe in it and there we go and i don't get into stock trading or any other financial market so it's not like i'm profiting off of this or or making any moves um i mean i guess that's my take you know yeah i think that's most caesar's take like i'm a little in it but i feel like i have to be so yeah well i got a, I got a pretty good stake in the game but it's not something that I'm too really worried about, and and I do this as a as a as a as a, as a pure hobby and it's something that I believe is going to take you know it's going to change the future. But currently, I'm doing it just because I enjoy it, and there's it, there's it's not going away. That's that's the the key idea for this to take away is that Bitcoin isn't going anywhere. It's only it's going to continue to get stronger, and then stuff like this is only going to make it stronger because we've gotten past the giant hurdle of what happens when the, the, the people who are committing the changes to the software have a giant disagreement amongst themselves? How does that get resolved? And this is the first time where it hasn't been like a, you know, we updated it. Good job, guys. Way to go. It's, what are you talking about? I don't like what you're doing. I'm changing it. Let's see who wins in terms of who's going to back who. And since this is the first time that's happened, it's good for Bitcoin because we're going to see how it gets played out. And then once, you know, seven months down the road when all of this is blown over and we, it, it, it's history, we're going to have this in the history book to be like, all right, well, that's what happens when people have a difference of opinion. It gets democratically sorted out in a good manner. The, how tense are the conversations between the core devs right now? They're so, so butthurt. They it's like, all are so butthurt, it seems. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of it's childish. I think people are going to refuse to cooperate just out of spite. You know, If the community is is bitterly divided it could spell disaster for that sure. doesn't matter if if people if 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 a small minority of people decide that they're gonna take their ball and go home then they're gonna lose out because if say okay let's paint a you know a projection here 75 percent consensus takes place bitcoin xt takes over and it becomes the new software for how bitcoin runs then the bitcoin network runs the people who don't want to play games or don't want to join the Bitcoin XT network, they essentially, everything that they have is now worthless if they decide they're going to keep spending their Bitcoin in the old blockchain, in the old way. No one's using that anymore. It behooves them to switch over because their Bitcoin becomes worthless. If you're a normal user, you automatically get transferred over because everyone who cares about using the currency or whatever application you're using as the entire network, they have to switch over because otherwise... It's worthless. If that makes any sense, it makes sense. It makes total sense. It's, it's basically like, like um, you know, you can go away if you want to, but that awesome party is still happening. The beauty of the of how this works is that it's a ton of people working autonomously, but it's a network of people. You can't have a network a network of one. You know, yeah. they're gonna feel like if you've ever left a party early, like. And you didn't want to. 
and then the next day you hear all the awesome stories about the shit that went down at the party and you're like damn it I should have stayed at the party yeah but the person who's throwing the party he can shut it down no not in, not in this not in this analogy this is an all night rage no, no 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 in this analogy you're you're pitching that it's a the the democratic majority is not guided by individuals but if you take an open source like linux with people are led by the person who created linux if he says jump everyone's going to say how high because he's the guy that created it yeah people yeah. tend to follow what he says he has the track record you know it's a social activity where's satoshi so if i if if, if i'm yeah satoshi so if i'm throwing a house party and i want it to shut down it's going to shut down or if I want it to go all night, it's going to go all night. Well, Bitcoin doesn't have that luxury because there is no leader. It's only it's it's one of the few things where there, it's purely democratic. Yeah, we have you know yeah. somewhat of social figures that we follow, like for instance, Andreas Antonopoulos. Andreessen was one of them, and he's, he's switched it. And these large people that have a large voice, but in the end, it's only the people that follow him. But there is isn't yeah, one Bitcoin true has an absent leader. leader. Well, yeah. that's that's for some people that's a good thing. It's kind of goes with the thing. whole antitrust, you know, but autonomous, I, decentralized idea. I think it's a great thing, but I do think that someone needs to step up and take on the like the the weight of that human effect of Bitcoin because we talk all the time about like it's trustless and blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day. Humans still got to interact with humans. And right now, like, in the community, the people who are supposed leaders, I guess, these core devs, they need to get their shit together. And I hope they heard me say that. Eh, I mean, the people who act like children will will look like children when they act that way. It doesn't matter. There, There will always be plenty of people that will talk logically and rational and they'll be listened to and followed. That felt really good. I'm going to say it again. Get, <laughs> get your shit together. All right. Hey, we should get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. We should probably go into the interview. Yeah? Yeah, how do you segue into this? I don't know how you segue into pornography after talking about a uh, a, a hard fork. I'll get it like, We could, like, I don't know. So There's got to be a joke girl. with hard forking in terms of pornography oh, somewhere. Still my thunder. I was going for it. I was going to say, <laughs> this girl gets hard forked for you. We have a raging fork. That's right. It's um, uh, She'll fork really, for Bitcoin. It's really hard to talk about porn when you're not a pornographer. Like, okay, well, anyways, this girl does porn. and she takes bitcoin for the porn and she likes that bitcoin is sexy technology and she does sexy things yep and you can send her bitcoin and she'll send you videos of her doing porn and um they're cool i wouldn't say i did my research but i kind of did and it's i I, mean, I I did explain in the last episode why it was important to have someone like that on. Um, I won't get into it now, but uh, you know she someone performers like can, that performers can't accept PayPal because it goes against their policies, and a lot of people want 
uh, you know, not to have porn show up on their credit card reports. So, yeah. you know, what do you do? You either pirate it online or using Bitcoin, you can legitimately support them. So um, that's kind of why we brought her on the show to get her side of her story. And her, her husband joined us, I think, to make sure we didn't say anything out of line. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It was weird to be like, oh, hey, guy, like I did research on your wife and I've seen your dong. Um, how's and I life? saw her butt. And I saw her butt. And yeah. So, anyways, let's let's get into that. I, I do want to mention that I did not see his dong. So you did more research than I did. How can you not? It's like every thumbnail. I can, I don't understand how you avoided it. Like Marcello just doesn't see dongs. He has he this mental block that is. <laughs> He's got a mental block. He's just a big elephant trunk in the middle of a thumbnail that he sees. And... There you go. So the the mainstream financial industry is uh, is a little bit hostile towards people in the industry. Uh, could you guys give us an update as of you know I guess late 2015? Um, if you guys have experienced any leeway with the morality guideline restrictions, uh, or is it still a bit tight? It's it's very tight. Uh, PayPal doesn't allow you to use it at all for any adult um, things at all. They'll they'll shut down your account immediately. Freeze all your money. Oh, yeah. Freeze your money for like six months. Um, and then with our credit card processor, we had to create a whole different site just for them because uh, they won't let us do half the things that we like to do. We had to censor all of our video titles, and a lot of the videos couldn't even go on that site. They have like a whole compliance team that they give you like a list of words and stuff that you're not allowed to say or to show on the site or anything or they'll say they'll freeze your account. Yeah, so they're not even just restricting your money. It's like they're giving you a guideline on how to be and act and and produce your work. It's crazy. Acceptable. Vague. The list of words was like extremely vague, and it says um, at the bottom says like we have the right to you know decide based on context if other things are not allowed as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So basically, they're trying to run your business for you. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And then they still charge 20% yeah, for the and, luxury. And the, <laughs> wow. 20%. Wow. So, That's plus $1,000 a year. Yeah, no charge. <laughs> so hopefully Bitcoin is giving you guys avenues to freeing up some of that cost. And it's, I see on your website that it allows for like instant conversion of Bitcoin to USD um, or I guess Canadian dollar. Do you hold Bitcoin at all or do you convert it right away? Oh, with BitPay, you mean. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. oh, no, we, we definitely hold all of our, our Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever, everything that goes in, that we receive in Bitcoin just stays in Bitcoin. Yeah, no, we'd, we'd rather spend fiat because it's not real money. Yeah. Save, save in Bitcoin, spend in fiat. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. That's going to, like, please our audience tremendously. Yeah. They're going to be like, yes, <laughs> a Bitcoiner. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, with that said, I got to say that you, you guys seem to be one of the smartest people in the industry and you, you guys are always supplying different avenues for people to access you. You just launched a new website. You have like sexy Snapchat Saturdays, lots of niche videos like balloon popping. And of course you accept Bitcoin. Uh, do you attribute your success to being more innovative and interactive than let's say the next performer? I'd say definitely. Um, what the most common thing is that uh, people don't like to talk to their fans in the, in the industry usually. 
And our fans tend to really like that we are really interacting with them. You know, person. We're just, you know, friends on the internet. That's all. Yeah. That's definitely a new approach from uh, when uh, I was a teenager. And Yeah, we didn't have cam models when we were teenagers, I don't think. That's very true. Yeah. That's pretty new. <laughs> just magazines and... VHS tapes. VHS tapes, yeah. <laughs> that were two hours of compilation yeah. <laughs> of random 70s stuff. Well, <laughs> anyway, so uh, do you find the, the fetish crowd pays a little bit more with Bitcoin than, say, like your usual voyeuristic kind of uh, person? Uh, I, I would say that Bitcoin is, you know, it's, it seems to be for everybody. It doesn't matter yeah. what anyone's fetish is. It's um, pretty pretty even yeah. we do find that fetish people pay more in general for their clips but whether they pay a uh, credit card or bitcoin is more dependent on you know how much they want to hide their identity or yeah. hide it from their spouse and i guess technically since we have like certain kind of content on one site that's versus true, yeah. the other site if you want to get it then you need to have bitcoin that's true. anyway so i guess sort of maybe Maybe a little bit, but but not much. Yeah. Cool beans, cool beans. So you and um, you and Dennis uh are doing a few more public bids this summer. And is there any chance that you guys are gonna like take the GoPro over and do your thing next to like a Bitcoin ATM or something? Like really, let our fans salivate. <laughs> <laughs> idea we'd have to find one yeah. that's in an area that isn't completely open. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard to do like a big blowjob scene like right across the mall. I imagine so. Like, I imagine. Like a coffee shop or something. We could maybe do some like upskirt stuff in a coffee shop. But, but even then that's pretty Yeah. I don't know. Yeah well I guess that's a good idea though. We'll keep that in mind. No definitely we, there's a pretty good community. The Bitcoin community is pretty large and pretty diverse. And uh, it's really funny. Like if you say, "Yeah, I'm pro Bitcoin," then usually you've got like a hundred thousand people that are like, "We're with you on that." So they definitely would enjoy that. So I guess uh, one of the, one of the questions we ask all of our guests is, um, in ten words or less, uh, could you describe Bitcoin? You and Dennis? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Bitcoin is the future of money and currency and smart contracts. Yeah, and but, yeah. <laughs> lots of things. Bitcoin is the future. Right on, right on. Awesome. Cool. Uh, I, I think uh, what I want to say is congratulations on the reaching that 10 million view milestone. Uh, that's pretty awesome. It's really exciting. I think yeah. by yesterday, we're like, what, 14? Just over 14, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah the number just keeps going up and up and up. And, and you guys just launched a new website. Um, you guys want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, we just launched our credit card website because um, so many people live in like countries that where they can't easily access Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Like for for example, we have one person who loves our stuff, uh, but they live in Malaysia and they are having a really hard time finding anywhere to buy Bitcoin. So um, for people like that, right now we still want to be able to give them content, and so unfortunately we have to accept credit cards. <laughs> I just want to give my content to everybody. And it, you know, yeah. it's hard to do. It's, it's like as good as Bitcoin is, it's still kind of limiting right now because it's just so, it's so few new. people have access to it. But mm-hmm. it's growing. It is very new, um, and kind of the beauty of it is it's newness and it's open source, and this means that you guys can kind of build it into what you do. Um, uh-huh. And so, 
Uh, hopefully it gets easier. I know there's a lot of services coming around, but I do hope that you guys can kind of use it a little bit more and maybe get the PayPal gorilla off your back a little <laughs> bit, uh, the credit card gorillas. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I must say that our Bitcoin site is definitely more popular than our credit card site. Yeah. yeah awesome. I think it would be the opposite, but it's actually... You know, I think because we launched first with that. Probably, yeah. You know, yeah. it's the main site. It's where we actually like to put everything yeah. on. So. And it's not an option. And I think that's the thing. I think you're going to get a lot of copycat performers, but you guys are always going to be like the true, you know, pioneers, I think. Well, we want that. We want more yeah. people to use Bitcoin. Yeah, if everyone used Bitcoin, that'd be the best. Yeah, we try to teach people uh, in our industry all the time to use Bitcoin, and yeah. it's, it's working. Um, yeah, I think consultants someday. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you for your time here on the weekend, um, and it's been awesome talking with you. Uh, we're definitely going to let our fans know how to get to your content. So have a nice day. Thank you so much. All right, that was Saffron. As Cello said earlier in the episode, the sensual blowjob giver. And no, sen- sensual or sensual? Sensual. 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 Marcello, say the difference of those two words. Word. What? Marcello said the same word twice. He said sensual or sensual? Sensual. No, central. I thought he said central. Central. Oh, central. No, <laughs> yeah. not central. No, no. She, um, she's a very delicate and attentive blowjob giver. And what we found out about her um, is that PayPal tries to run her business for her. They tell her what she can and she can't do. And if she does the can'ts, then she gets shut down and she can't have her money um, that she works for. Um, providing a service to humanity, you know? At least, content. at least half of humanity, at the very least. At least half. <laughs> the very least. <laughs> I see what you did there. Very good, very good. Um, so, what do we got up on the docket, Cello? Well, Corey wasn't able to give any feedback on the topic of porn and, and Bitcoin. So, if he has any thoughts on the matter, well, feel free. Everyone knows that in terms of how technology moves and what's adopted, what becomes the norm, it has a lot to do with porn and the industry itself and what decisions they make to put their media out as well as how they accept payment. I mean, with Betamax and VHS and then the whole um, HD, DVD, Blu-ray decisions, a lot of those things were only, only decided because porn decided to go through that medium to sell it to sell now it's not a matter of how you get the information it's going to come from the internet yes now it's about the interface of that of that medium and the interface of that medium for those who pay for porn which is i don't know who uh wait you can get your you can get it for free who what who pays for porn i don't know i'm not you can get it for free. You don't have to like. He's porn trolling us right now. Damn it, Cello! Why'd you ruin it? I was gonna get him. <laughs> Come on! I was gonna get him. <laughs> anyway, 
there are people, and I would imagine a lot of people, because the industry is still large and people are still paying women to take their clothes off for money, uh, and they always will, that because it's still a hot topic, regardless of the fact that everyone does it, um, it's the most, it's the easiest way to give someone money that a central authority may frown upon. So politically correctness will always guide a central authority and say, no, you probably shouldn't do this <laughs> when everyone's doing it anyway. So if you want to give those people money, Bitcoin works really well. I just thought of something really funny. Yeah. Like, like what if like a male porn star hears this episode and he's like, Oh, I'm going to hit up the Bitcoin podcast so I can, so I can be on their show. And he hits us up and we're like, uh, no, thank you, sir. <laughs> Please no. keep it moving. I don't want like an influx <laughs> of like porn stars. Well, I, it, it, there uh, is something I'm I do want to bring up. So this is just regarding myself. But if I'm watching porn and I watch a scene, I'm done with it forever. Like I'm not going to watch it again. So is the debate, if she did scenes outside of her husband, would she be more successful than just this husband and wife team? Like who's just going to just exclusively watch them over and over? Or is that know. just it, me? I think a lot like there's, there's, I don't know. There's there's trends that I'm currently not aware of. This isn't that kind of in, podcast. In the way in the way pornography goes, and because the video I think is played out, and it, it's so now currently available to just watch live people, and then you can instantly tip them and see their reaction. Bitcoin becomes a thing. So you have you know cam sites that are that that blow up because it's now technologically available to watch someone take their clothes off and. When you tip them, they say, "Oh, thanks, uh, Butt Ninja sixty nine, for your tip." They, <laughs> it's that that wasn't ever available in the past, and now it is. And so, Bitcoin allows people to it, enter into that society. And if that's something that blows up, then it's an avenue they can go. But either way, what the hell is a Butt Ninja? I don't know. I just came off the top of my head. This is that's how I think. I guess gets the butt so swift and <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> Anyways, new gamer tag. Can you imagine trying to do a porn documentary? I'd get nothing done. <laughs> I'd never get anything done. In fact, I'd show up without a camera some days. And they're like, "Aren't you supposed oh. to be recording a documentary?" Oh, oh my yeah. bad. Oh, hey guys, uh, Coinbase supports increasing uh, <laughs> the mo- maximum block size. Thank Get you for that. getting us on track, Cello. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know if you do that. It's pretty cool news. Um, yeah, I saw that tweet, Mr. Armstrong. I love how his name is Armstrong because that's how I figure he goes into business meetings. Just fucking strong arm. And I thought it was, I know, the, I thought it was Anderson. No, Andreessen, yeah. Brian Andreessen. Armstrong. It's Hearn. Andreessen did the main fork. Well, Hearn made the fork with the backup of Andreessen. And everyone essentially, and now it becomes an idea of who's going to follow who, which is great. Because everyone's like, you know what, I like this, I'm following this. And then you see the big titans go at certain things, and you see other people go, and then there's a, there's, there's, there's a debate. Where the debate, you know, goes into childish arguments, or people have an actual debate, is the internet. That's how it works. You're going to hear all, all of it. You're going to hear, you know, people say, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shut up, faggot. Or you're going to hear people have legitimate <laughs> logical debates. Yeah, people will say that. It is the internet. Yeah. If you ever want to hear... Who's coming out. If you want to hear the bowels of society, get on Xbox Live. 
That's what Ooh. you want to do. No, just go play a MOBA. Or go on Reddit and say something stupid, and you will get Hell's Wrath slurs. Make sure your name isn't Black Sauce when you hop onto <laughs> any of those channels. Or it will be the best gamer tag of all time. Is that what you said? Make sure your name isn't the best. I just feel like if you're Black Sauce, you're a target for 11-year-old racists to be all, all over you. That is true. But... It's still an amazing game tag, and it felt so good to win with it. What was your black sauce? What was that? What is black sauce, for those that don't know? Okay, let me clear this up for you guys. Um, my older brother um, gives me nicknames every time I call him on the phone. And one particular day I called him on the phone, he said, Hey, what's up, black sauce? And I said, Huh. Okay. I'm rolling with it. <laughs> And it ended up being my gamer tag. I'm partial oh, to 007.5. I did like 007.5. It was so good. But you can't have just numbers in a gamer tag. It's not allowed. Uh, it was like my local land party gamer tag. Where the legends were born. A good yeah. percentage of my gamer tags have been forced to remove. So Petty ho. <laughs> Petty file. They didn't like that one very Petty much. Petty file. was. <laughs> 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 I thought that was relatively creative. They didn't, really, they didn't appreciate it. Somewhere, I think the, Jared the from Subway guy messed it up for all of us. Yeah, the Jared from Subway just smiled a little bit. Gordon, <laughs> that's actually that's actually a great gamer talk. <laughs> great. Well, um, so long story short, the Bitcoin blockchain is forking right now. Uh, sorry, sorry. Let me be more technical. Um, the nodes are deciding which fork they want to go with, and if it just so happens that a majority cons- uh, agree uh, to Bitcoin XT, why are they even calling it this fancy thing? But anyways, Bitcoin XT, then in January, I believe, it will officially fork, and it will be the longer chain. So, yeah, but... As an end user, which is probably most of you, you got nothing to worry about. Absolutely nothing. No, you're fine. Except for when traders go bananas with the market and you see the price drop to 160 and then right. Oh, that was a problem. That was a problem with Bitfinex. That wasn't a problem with the traders. Yeah. Traders are doing their trader thing. It was a problem with Bitfinex having an issue. And good news is the price is steadily increasing. Day over day since so that's another good yeah. thing so now that, now that it's through its roughest parts the element of its functionality needs to be preserved so it can continue to function the way it has been for the last six years absolutely ma'am well it's just it, it's being the same if it stays on the same trend it has been since its inception then we're fine think about where it is now where it was three years ago if it stays on this trend in five years from now we're all gonna have boats and boat shoes because you cannot wear Crocs on a boat shoe, dude. How are, on, Crocs, on a boat. how are Crocs not boat shoes? Crocs are for gardening, and that's it. They're for eighty-year-old women who like to fucking garden. You cannot wear Crocs on a boat. I will throw them in the water if you ever go to my boat with a pair of Crocs. Well, there goes all of our Croc-wearing listeners. Oh damn it, I wear Crocs. I'll, you know I'll I will happily offend all of our Croc-wearing <laughs> listeners and lose all of them forever. I have no problem with that. They're so comfortable <laughs> though. They're so comfortable though. No, I refuse. I'm going to send you a pair of Crocs. 
Please don't and throw I'll, them away. I'll, I won't throw them away. I'll just videotape me burning them. <laughs> I'll send it back to you with a smile on my face. <laughs> All right. So uh, Bitcoin, pornography, and Crocs. I think we've covered it this week. We covered, the, we covered the most this. intense topics in the Bitcoin community. Crocs. Cracks and uh, porno. You can you can't ever be mad if porn is going with your technology. I mean, that's the end of it. Even if you don't like it, you should be happy that it's it's endorsing what you're doing because it's so much money. Sex will always sell. It's the oldest profession. That's very true. Very oldest. The first. Uh, next week, who do we got? The Christian, right? No, no, we no, got no, Jonathan right. Chester, the BitWage founder. The BitWage founder. That's it's right. A good one. For you guys that don't know who, who BitWage is, they provide you with a means uh, to get paid in Bitcoin. And whether your employer agrees with it or not, they don't have to know. And you can still get paid in Bitcoin. It's a really amazing service. I had an interview with a guy, a uh, real super duper smart dude. So... And they have solutions for both W-2 employees and 1099 contractors? That's correct. What? That's right. They're trying to close the loop. Close the loop. The future is now. The future is now. So, we all done? I think that's a wrap. All right. Play the outro. Ha! You got me.